It's Ben. Welcome in a new episode of the Corporate Break Podcast. We are on a mission to help leaders to connect the dots, gain insights, and share experiences to leap the benefit of well-informed decisions. 2020 is a special year. It is a challenge for some, an opportunity for others. My guest today is Robert Gonick. He's a performance management expert, holding a PhD in business, and author of interesting topics such as millennial rough timing for an organization. Since it's our first podcast, we'll talk a bit about who we are, our mission and vision, but also discuss COVID and the impact on businesses, particularly work environment. Good morning, Robert. Beautiful day. Good morning, Ben. I'm very excited to be here. And it is, uh, it is indeed a good day. And um, today's um, our first podcast um, that we came up with the nice names called Corporate Break. So what we're trying to do in this format is bringing um, guests that are going to talk about latest trends and insight from their businesses, but also we're going to help our audience having a really that platforms that connect the dots um, and share their experience and talk about what worked for them and what didn't work. And, and the, the point of this podcast, we will not have all of the questions answered because we would like to hear from the business how things are running and going. It's, uh, it's, uh, and of course, you could have more details if you want to go to read about it than we're about to um, um, uh, launch our uh, um, uh, LinkedIn page. And, 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 and that's where we're going to publish more articles, more content. Um, the format is 30 minutes and hopefully we can manage to stick to it. But before we all start, Robert, let's uh, start with you. Um, I'll take you as my guest today, um, and then you introduce yourself. Good. To be honest, I don't want to give you uh, much detail about, about myself and my, about my experience, because you can find all of them on, the, on my LinkedIn page. But I would like to share my kind of a vision that I have working from the corporation. I work as a performance reporting manager, and my personal vision is to be able to deliver the information uh, to the leaders uh, for the decision making and this is actually something that I came up uh, some time ago also they have a business review some time ago released the research that says that only 1% of unstructured data are analyzed and this is something that actually worries me but because those are those are the data that coming from the corporation and are not taken into consideration in, in order to make the right decision and this is my personal goal, to be able to deliver the information that are relevant for the certain fields and, uh, and have a good basis for their making a decision to, for the leaders who are running the organization. And I think this is really a big topic, Robert, because, you know, um, I, I think everyone hears about the, you know, the quote of saying that for every failure we have a perfect exit sheet. Um, there's data mining is the new the new concept, and there's a lot of right now of solutions that help organizations look to their numbers and figures and try um, and 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 uh, bring pictures of, of how healthy their operating model is. But the big problem is, are we making decisions based on data? I don't think we are there. But that's a big topic uh, for a different day. Um, today is is a, a very um, uh, a special topic we have and it's just a, a kickoff for our broadcast um, and I think I would start by another quote um, which is um, 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 saying basically there is years uh, where there's um, there's a, there are basically decades uh, 
where there's uh, where nothing happens and there's days where decades happens. That's Vladimir Lenin who say that. 2020 is a troublesome years. Like we've seen it all, all sorts of things. And today's topic, how the current crisis doesn't matter what the name of this crisis, that could be COVID, could be economic, could be financial, political, anything. But how, how the current crisis could impact business environment. And we're going to drill a bit. It's a big topic. Business environment that, that goes across everything. But today we're going to talk about something particular in that, um, in that topic, which is the work environment. Working remotely, hybrid model. There's many things. Right. How does it look like, Robert? What, what do you think? What, what do you think that's going to look like? Yeah, for me, this is not a new concept because people was working from, uh, from home before. But now, actually, it's accelerated. And uh, from, uh, from now on, the majority of corporate people are working from home because they can. Basically, the, the, the way of working and the, the structure and also the, uh, the technology led us to work from home. But uh, this is something that also needs to be taken into consideration by, by leaders, because this is not like we're letting people working from home and that's it. We have to somehow manage them. You're right. I mean, the interesting part is in the Polish Summon 2.0, um, Facebook and, and, and Boston consulting groups, they were talking about that issues, hybrid models, working remotely, um, I don't know what shape and forms, and, and the conclusion was clear, the problem isn't the technology anymore, it's interpersonal. So what that means, we all know technology all the time is faster than people adoption. So technology comes, the problem isn't there, and then there's a solution for it, and then people has to adapt. And, and this is the current situation. So we might, the organization might have a problem in the past by picking up the solutions, whether that, I don't know, uh, video conferencing, Zooms, Teams, and so on. Um, but then it's not really the problem. The problem is interpersonal. And, and here's the challenge. It's communications, in fact. If we're talking about people, leading people is about communicating to people. And it's a matter of fact that communications, 80% of it is nonverbal. So that's a big challenge. Peoples actually do not, they not exist in the same environment anymore. They've been separated, they see each other, but they see each other only for a window of time. It's like a one day, uh, it's, it's only one day or one hour or 30 minutes. That's the window of their meetings, but leaders cannot really drive that. They, they can do that, right? On the current setup. So the big question is, if we can break the problems in two um, pillars, People and performance, and let's start with people's. How how you could see people develop, adapt to the new norm, the new the new environment that we're heading to, we shifted to already. And and and, and don't get me wrong, Robert. Here it's here to stay. Harvard Business Review published recently an article saying any change that lasts more than sixty days is permanent. And we're talking here is about permanent things here to stay. So how you see that? How you see that from your perspective and people? leaders and individuals. What's your thoughts? From my perspective, at the very beginning, I think the people was kind of happy that they can work from home because this is the solution that we're, that, we're, that they are uh, seeking, uh, seeking for the longer period of time. So there were people who actually want to stay home and working directly from home. But now after, what is it, after 10 or 11 months, they are actually 
there are some kind of rumors that the people want to go back to the office because they are missing some kind of uh, social life that they have also at work. This is also this also uh, influence the the performance because currently the performance is good. Basically, there is no a voice from the market or from the sector that uh, they have a issue with the performance of people. But uh, in some time. It may be the problem, not only for the individual organization, but also for the entire sector. Because as a sector in Poland, we want to grow, we want to bring the new the new processes, the processes that, that actually doesn't require the repetitive task, but kind of a more involvement from the people. And then if, if the people are staying at home and we cannot develop them in the kind of a new 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 way new structure it it may be kind of cat- catastrophic for the individual organization but also for the sector as such and also my worry is that we are not currently we are not looking at the adjustment uh, uh, yeah basically we are not looking uh, looking at the adjusting to the current situation but uh, what we are trying to seek is is when the is the day is the is the day when the pandemic is over and we came back to the situation that was before, and I guess this is not the case that we have now. No, it's not, and and, and this is a fact, right? So to your point, Robert, is there's there is there's a big question mark, right? What could the organization do to help the one leaders drive teams virtually? How actually the big question is how how they could deploy emotion and intelligence in leading people, show them the way, how they could do mentor them, how they do coach them, right? How they could do that. So, so, so this is really a big question, Mark, and, and, and we're going to have people going to come in from the business and telling their stories, how that works for them. The, to me, the biggest and the second biggest question for individuals, we all know if you're working from home, we individually do work from home right now, it's so hard to draw a line between your private life and, and, and a work environment, right? Because you're sitting exactly in the same zones where basically you live and you share a house with your uh, family members. If you're not even sharing a house, you share actually a building with your neighbors, right? So that's a big question. How individuals could maintain that style of mood of workings for long and how, how, how that could last before it breaks down, right? As, as to you, to your point, it has been acknowledged that there have not been that impact, negative impact as expected or from where that started. But here's the catch. Everyone in the, in, in the very beginning of, of the crisis, they were talking about whether we have, whether we're ready from a technological standpoint, from technology, do we have that solutions? But they were looking to the wrong side of the coin, actually, is the people's ready for that? Unless they have the assumptions, people will adapt, right? But adaption takes time, and, and, and how long that will take, and how, what's the impact. So this is, this is one. The second is about performance, right? To your point, you're right about it, right? Th- how, long, how long things could run before they breaks, right? And then how actually you could drive performance? Because there's driving performance is linked all t- together with people's creativities, and then, and then the ability to drive efficiencies, right? But the big question is, the, the word creativity is not individuals. It's not, you don't say, oh, he's, he's or she is a creative. Usually you're calling a team creatives. How that will work? And, and, and we are in a lot of businesses, 
already in midway of a big digital transformation, right? It's already started a few years back, and they are right now in the midway for transforming their organization to, to be more digital, etc. Things, for sure, things are got accelerated, but how you could drive that with completely remote teams, how that will look like. And this is what we'd like to hear from our guests, right? And this is, we're going to bring people talking about it and see how the things work for them, what kind of challenges they face in their organizations by doing so, and actually draw a roadmap how that looks, look, looks like in the future. But now that's the current situation. We, only, we merely describe it, and we don't have a solution for it. And this is not the point. We're going to have, as, as we saw in the beginning, a lot of questions, not necessarily all of the answers is there. We're going to share our thoughts, you and me, and we're going to have in the future as guests comes in and talking about their own thoughts and more to come in our, in our, in our, um, in our page on LinkedIn. But let's move on right now from you know, what we're talking about is in the current situations. What's your thought about future perspective? Now we know, understand the current situations, we understand the challenges and problems. How you see that moving forward? How, how, how you could draw the big pictures, how that looks like going forward. Yeah, for me, basically, we need to change a little bit our approach and also the development of our, not only individual people, but leaders as well. This is the new situation for them. So this is your short list. This is the first, not, first thing the organization has to look at. Yeah, they should, la- they should look at it as actually some time ago when the crisis started, because no one knows how, the, uh, how long the pandemic will last. And we also don't know if this is the last crisis, if this is the, the last crisis, meaning we don't know if next year or in the next five or 10 years, we will not have any, another crisis. Maybe related to the healthcare, but more, maybe related to something else. This is kind of a black swan that we, we are not able to, mm. uh, uh, to predict. And for me, like developing people is the, is the perf- per- first thing. And then kind of making sure that they have a, good environment at home, the physical one, but also physical and uh, uh, psychological psychological one, yeah, exactly, to to maintain the process and to also, as you mentioned before, to to be able to cut the work time from the private life. Because, uh, you know, it's it's when you're sitting in front of a computer in your desk at at your room, you actually can forget about the clock sometime. And uh, you're extending your working hour and uh, in some period of time you start getting used to this situation and for the maybe for the short period of time this is is nothing it's made nothing happened but in the longer period of time it may be a crisis for yourself as well okay so that's a bit people about but what's your thoughts about you know if you're an organization you're running a transformation project or any sort of project automations efficiency project you name it a project a large-scale project that goes across departments across teams maybe even countries how how you could see what the what they have to do how that okay it starts with people mm-hmm. we agree on that technology is not a worry anymore that has been fixed in the first quarter of this year and and i think we're going to have more solution than what we need but how the business could drive their transformation, how the business could continue transforming. And I think this is the question to you, Ben, because you are a PMO office. And I think nowadays the enabling function in the organization like, like a shared service center is the, is, the, is the function that actually 
play the, the key role because now you are not able to come to your friends and ask about no, something. No, not have anymore. To, you have to actually have a structure and the government's model that let you run the project smoothly. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So from a project standpoint, I think it starts... Actually, it's very interesting. So we, we all agree on one thing. Crisis is a fact. When it ends, we don't know. Is it the last one? Certainly not. And, and, and there's things to be done on top of that list is people development, right? And that includes communications, engagements, and all of the exercises that fix the problems related to interpersonal, not technology anymore. We agree on that. And I think from a business standpoint, it's really important is to never waste a good crisis. That's what Winston Churchill said. Never waste a good crisis. What that means, it's a crisis, that's true, but actually best things comes out from a crisis. Trans I think business should not stop their transformation, whatever that transformation in, in what, whatever fields, that in, in the back office functions, productions, uh, commercials, whatever that will be, there's huge opportunities actually to business in, to grow and leave the benefit of a crisis by simply having, as you say, a governance. It doesn't really matter. It makes it harder to run a project because you have remote teams, etc. but it doesn't mean that you can do it. Right, and and the the points about developing people that includes basically we are people all that includes developing how project managers, um, um, program managers, anyone who's running projects could adapt to doing that. And the key to it actually, more than ever, is communication change management. So if you got the solid governance, you got you got a a a, a communication structure, and you got a change process implemented the right way. I don't think there's any reasons why a project or transformations um, um, initiatives will be halted. They actually, they should be get faster than before. Why? Because it's the right time to do so for many reasons. And, and, and I think that's just a go ahead and, and there's no reasons to, uh, to pose it. But, but we're going to hear more. I mean, we, that's my opinion. Right? It might be a different opinion for other people. They, they, and, you know, it's not just a black and white, you get to factor in business environment, what function are you talking about? I reckon it would be harder to run a, a project that involves people in the manufacturing line remotely, that could not happen, but that will follow different models, that could be a hybrid, could be in persons, whatever that would be. It could be easier for, for back office functions, you know, uh, finance and, 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 so, and so on and so forth. That could be easier because you could do that um, um, virtually, but no one said it would be easy. And, and we, but also, we should not waste a crisis. So it has something to be, to be considered. It's true, and something that I like is that we, even during this talk, we mentioned a few times the communication. And I have a feeling that uh, in some organization, especially in the shared service sector, the people are forgetting, forgetting about the communication as such. Meaning that, obviously we know that communication is the key. We also know that the processes that we carrying out are the intangible processes. This is just the moving one information from the one place to another. And uh, now is the time when the, the organization needs to focus more on this part of the and the business. Exactly, and, and this is the reasons. Because when we've been physically in the same place, 
the communication taken for granted. Because you see your people, you could stand up on the floor and shout at everyone, hey guys, we have a party. And that's done. Right now, it's each time you want to talk to a person, and this is a challenge, you got to book a meeting. You got to ping the guy or the, the person or the lady on, 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 on whatever communication platform you're using. That's challenging. We took it for granted and now we need it. So actually, if we've been ready in having technology for, and I think we do and resolve these problems in very early day, days of 2020, uh, the communication remain a big thing. And it, and it gets harder and harder, and it's time now to fix that problem. And, if, if, and this is where, don't waste a good crisis. If you fix your communication, it doesn't matter what crisis tomorrow will bring to your organizations. You are ready, because you have to stay assured that technology is, will, is not the problem and will never be a problem. It will be all the time there. So it's Robert, this is a good talk, and um, thank you.